You're listening to the Future Tech Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies such as artificial intelligence, stem cells, 3D printing, gene editing, Bitcoin, blockchain, the microbiome, quantum computing, virtual reality, and exploring space are much closer than you might think. In fact, many early versions of these technologies are in play right now, and the companies that are using these technologies are the focus of this podcast. My goal for you, the listener, is to learn from these podcasts. You may very well learn something that may change the course of your life for the better, steer you towards a new career, or give you insight into addressing a thorny medical problem. Remember, this podcast and its content is informational in nature only. No medical, tax, legal, financial, or psychological advice is being given. If you enjoyed the podcast, please listen, subscribe, like, and tell your friends about it. Thank you. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with Future Tech and Future Tech Health Podcast. I have Dr. Darshan Shah, who's the uh, CEO, yeah. founder, and medical yeah. director That's of correct. Next Health. Yeah, we're talking about his uh, company, Next Health. Uh, he's uh, an expert on various body systems. He's done over 10,000 more surgical uh, procedures than I have in his 15 years of experience. <laughs> uh, he's uh, you know, done trauma surgery, general surgery, plastic reconstructive procedures. Uh, he's a graduate of the Mayo Clinic. Harvard Business School and uh, Singularity University. I've spoken to a lot of folks from Singularity. It's That's a great correct. place, uh, you know, on the move people. So, Darshan, thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Yeah. So, you have a pretty extensive background. Maybe tell me a little bit about your journey, you know, career-wise, and then we'll get to what you're working on right now. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I've been a physician for over 20 years, um, tr- you know, traditionally trained physician, went to medical school and learned everything that we're supposed to learn about how to diagnose disease and treat people with uh, drugs and surgery. <laughs> I did that for many years. I was like you mentioned earlier, I was a surgeon um, at a fairly young age. And then I did that for many, many years doing trauma surgery, general surgery, reconstructive surgery. And throughout all of that, I, I also worked in the Navy as well as a doctor. And um, I just saw a lot of sick people, and I saw a lot of sick people just getting sicker and sicker, and all the medicines that we were giving them would just kind of mask the symptoms of it, while internally they were getting sicker and sicker and sicker. So, you know, I decided, I looked, took a look in the mirror, and I saw myself kind of headed down that path after I turned 40 and had a couple of kids, and I said, I got to change this, and I got to learn what I need to know on how I can take advantage of all the new science and technology that's out there to improve my own health and maybe even make a difference in the entire system and the way the system works right now, where it's just so disease-focused versus treating the person as a whole and preventing you from getting sick in the first place. Right. Yeah, I've heard uh, remarks yeah. from many so people now, that are doing clinical trials. And, you know, I've heard from a lot of people, oh, uh, you know, what you eat, for instance, doesn't really have much effect on, uh, you know, your disease outcomes. And I, you know, I, just, I just had to interject this for a second. I thought that was kind of funny. You know, when you, you consider someone, let's say they live 80 years, what's the input to the system, air, food, water, etc. There's really no other inputs unless you get a, you know, let's say a chemical exposure. So to say that those things have no bearing on what your health will be, to me, sounds ridiculous, but that's just my perception. You're absolutely right. And here's the problem with those studies. People are doing those studies on people that are already sick, okay? So say, for example, you already have cancer and it's advanced cancer, and now all of a sudden you decide to go onto a plant-based diet. Well, at this point in time, you've accumulated 30 years of damage of eating cheeseburgers and, you know, processed food and vegetable oils. At this point in time, of course, the studies are not going to show a huge difference because you've already 
are trying to uh, redo 30 years of destruction in your body. So some of these studies just don't make sense the way that they're administered. And then these results get blown up by, you know, something that um, as a catchy title, like, you know, changing your diet doesn't help you prevent disease or cancer. When we know for sure food is medicine. Changing your diet makes a gigantic difference in what the outcome of your life and your mortality is going to be. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, no. that was a little bit of your history. What, what do you, uh, what are you most currently working on? What's next health about print? Exactly. So, you know, I decided to become part of the solution, not part of the problem. And we started this company called Next Health, which has two locations in Los Angeles right now, soon to be expanding to New York, San Francisco. And what we do is we bring all the latest technology and all the latest science out there who want to never get to that point where they need to take some pills or have a surgery to turn around a disease process. So we bring it all together under one roof in this really cool, fun environment. So one of the things that we wanted to change the perception of people going to the doctor, like people hate going to the doctor because it's on the 20th floor of some building with bad parking and furniture from the 70s. And, you know, he only spends 15 minutes with you and you wait an hour for those 15 minutes. The system is totally formed that way to where doctors are rewarded for quick visits, seeing as many people as possible and giving them a medicine. If they don't give them a diagnosis and a medicine, then they don't get paid sometimes. So we want to do something completely different where it's a fun environment. You get to go and you get to actually um, have fun there and you're seen right away, and we put ourselves in beautiful retail centers so people can just walk in anytime. Yeah, that's a different experience. Huh. What's, yeah. Um, yeah. What, what, what's your marketing like, or what are you telling people to come visit you for? Are there certain conditions, or you know, is it before that, just wellness? No. What's the call to action? Exactly. So, so basically, well, the, way we, <laughs> excuse me, the way we position ourselves is that um, we're supposed to be a routine in your life, like going to the gym. So... A lot of people actually come to us before or after they go to the gym and they do things like cryotherapy, IV therapy, infrared therapy, and they continue to optimize their health on a weekly basis because you can't just do something once and you're done. You have to do this on a regular basis. We also offer a whole bunch of advanced blood testing, things like food sensitivity, um, micronutrient testing, inflammation testing, and we educate you on what those results mean. So you can actually become the CEO of your own health and you can follow your biomarkers along over time and see things improving. So, you know, just like running a business, you can't run a business without a P&L statement or numbers. We give you the numbers for you to run your health. So what's the experience like? How do you get people to try their first infrared therapy or any other therapy? Are they suggesting it themselves or are you suggesting it based on what's going on with them? Yes. Yeah, so people walk in and they're like, what is this place? And we, we kind of give them a tour and we show them all the different technologies we have available. And we take them through what each one does. And then we, most people spend like an hour or two there and they do all of them. They'll do hyperbaric, they'll do infrared, they'll do cryo, they'll do all the different therapies. And um, they'll find which ones make them feel the best, which ones they like to experience the best. And then they'll get a membership and come in on a monthly basis. We also start off everyone with a blood test called our Next Health Baseline. And the next health baseline measures over 50 different biomarkers. And we sit down with you, we go over what those mean and what changes you can make in your health and wellness routine to optimize those. Oh, so what are, what are an example of some of the critical biomarkers that you test with? Okay, that's a great question. So, so the ones that people really need to know about, actually there's my five top ones. One is a hemoglobin A1C, which is a three-month average of how much sugar you're taking into your body. 
We know that sugar is one of the biggest sources of uh, inflammation and silent killers in our society right now. People eat way too much sugar. It is um, hidden in all of our processed foods. And we dysregulate or unable to control the amount of sugar in our bloodstream. And the hemoglobin A1C tells you how well you're able to control your sugars. So we, tell, we check that. We also check what's called HSPRP, which is inflammatory marker. Inflammation is a root cause of all disease, whether it be heart disease, cancer, Alzheimer's. We want to see how much inflammation is going out of your body now and minimize that inflammation so that over 30 years, it doesn't accumulate and turn into a disease process. Um, we measure your hormone levels, testosterone, estrogen, um, DHEA, hormone level, thyroid, adrenal hormones. As you know, hormones are constantly trying to keep your body healthy. And most people, because of stress, because of um, inability to exercise or eat right, their hormones are dysregulated. So we can check those and tell you how to fix those. Um, we also check your, uh, for uh, standard things like anemia, electrolyte disturbances. We, we, there's 50 different things that we check for in the standard baseline. And then we also um, have uh, additional blood tests and measures things like food sensitivities. So we can check what, what foods that your body sensitive to so you can stay away from them. Micronutrient levels, so all the vitamins that your body needs to flourish. We'll check those levels and see what we can optimize and get, get better and check for deficiencies. Most people are super deficient in critical vitamins like vitamin D, vitamin D, B. They have no idea. The minute we start replacing those, people's lives change, their health changes, their ability to keep off weight, all of the, their mental processes speed up, all of that. So those are just some examples of, you know, we'd be on the podcast for uh, pretty much eight hours for me to go over all of them, but I think that's a good right, list right. to start with. Well, yeah. one thing I noticed, you know, I've been to these places where you can do cryotherapy or do this, that, or the other, but they don't sound like yours. Yours sounds to be blood test first, focused on the markers. Let's get things in line. And then the therapies come from there. Or is it more of just come in, try this therapy, try that therapy, and just you feel better, that's what you tend to come back for. I mean, like, do you have two different avatars of person? One that, again, will look at the blood markers first, and then they'll choose, or they just choose what appeals to them, and then they do that therapy? You know, one of the problems um, is that there's all this stuff available out there, and they're all available in like these little um, places, maybe in like a strip mall somewhere, where it's like cryotherapy, come here, $49, free first session, you know, that kind of thing. And then you go somewhere else, and there's like in the back of a vitamin bar, there's like some nurse doing IVs. Nothing's really curated. You have no idea the quality or the technology that they have, and you have no idea how it really impacts you. So we... We, we typically don't have any clients coming in there that's not in our program. And our program, like you said, starts with biomarker testing. Then we curate which technologies are going to work for you based on your biomarkers. And because I'm a medical doctor, because under a medical license, we have to have the best equipment that has been proven through studies to be safe and effective. And so we're really making sure you get the best therapies and not just throwing random stuff at you, um, kind of like you find some of these one-off places. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense because, you know, let's say my vitamin D is really low and I, I just, I like cryotherapy, you know, I like that more. I don't like hyperbaric oxygen. You know, I'm just going to make, I'm making this up. Sure. So maybe hyperbaric sure. oxygen is what I need plus supplementation to fix my vitamin D level. So I feel better, but I like cryo. So I just do that instead. And the place doesn't say any different. They're happy. They, they get my money. I go in there. I feel good. That's the end of the story. It seems like that's the path that a lot of people take instead of, you know, essentially diagnosis or, you know, what's going on with me? Why do I feel sluggish? 
oh, it's because of these biomarkers. So I'm going to do targeted therapies to help me. Seems like that's a much more sensible path. Totally. I mean, I think I think that um, a lot of people they hear you know they hear some buzzwords out of them or people marketing, and they just go in there and they give it a try, and they don't really know. They, they don't even know, really know what they're trying to fix or change. But maybe they feel right. a little bit better, but they don't know. And so having those biomarkers tested. So say you're using cryotherapy for inflammation reduction. You want to check your inflammatory markers to see if it's really being reduced. That's one example, right? So I, I think I think applying a little bit more science to it and a little bit more deliberation makes a huge difference and not wasting your money or your time. Or worst case scenario, particularly harming yourself, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, we don't have to be exhaustive, but, um, you know, infrared uh, therapy. What, what in particular have you found that that would be good for? And then maybe hyperbaric and a couple others. What are some of the, the common treatments that everyone's all excited about lately? And what specifically have you seen that yeah, they're so, better so to people, address? Yeah, yeah. So uh, some of the things that, that um, I, I look at for most of our clients is um, is hyperbaric oxygen therapy. It's fantastic for people that are trying to um, basically turn back the time clock of aging. Our cells over time do uh, starve for oxygen and they starve for energy and oxygen is the basis of that energy. Hyperbaric oxygen makes it easier for your cells to get in the oxygen that they need. So hyperbaric oxygen, by the way, has been around for, for almost a few decades now. And I used to use it a lot in reconstructive surgery when I was fixing big wounds. And it was amazing to see how, how the wounds would heal in hyperbaric oxygen therapy versus versus just without any type of hyperbaric oxygen. So there's an obvious, well-studied effect in disease care for hyperbaric oxygen. But why should we just only use it for disease care? We need to also use it for to stay healthy. And, and I think hyperbaric oxygen is a fantastic treatment for that. I also think, like we said, talked about inflammation is a root cause of all diseases. And the more you can reduce inflammation, the better. Cryotherapy is a great way to reduce inflammation and just three minutes a day being in a cold chamber, um, see huge amounts of inflammation reduction. Um, infrared therapy is also great for cardiovascular issues. It's great for hormone optimization. So we, you know, we, we, have, um, we also have heat sauna, which has been proven many times to increase lifespan as well. So a lot of our clients are there not just for optimizing their health and to you know, uh, feel like they feel more vital, but they also want to live longer. So a focus of Nextel is longevity. We call ourselves the Health Optimization and Longevity Center because we are now learning so much in the science on how to improve and increase your lifespan. Why wait and why not take advantage of that now? We bring that we bring those technologies that people take advantage of now. Yeah, what are what are some of the um I don't know, what what are some of the common problems people have when they come in to see you and what kind of therapies do they end up doing? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think there's two kind of avatars there. I mean, we have some people that come in with problems, like say they have inflammation, excuse me, inflammation um, going on in their joints, or maybe they were diagnosed with um, some rheumatoid. Um, some people come in just feeling under the weather from the flu or from traveling, and they'll get an IV. But most of our clients, once again, they come in already, you know, they feel pretty good. Um, they Their doctor tells them, you know, you're fine on your physical examination every year. Come back to me when you're sick, you know, nothing really new. But you, I think everyone knows that they're not doing everything they could potentially do to keep themselves in an optimal state of health, whether it be education, learning about what, what they should cut out of their diet or put into their diet, optimizing their sleep, optimizing their micronutrients, their supplements, or using all of our technology 
to help keep them healthier. I think most of the clients that we see are coming in to maintain and get to that optimal state of health where they really feel like they're doing everything possible that's available today to keep them healthy. Any uh, interesting stories of, you know, people that came in and, you know, they did therapies or their their blood markers were crazy and, you know, you helped intervene and fix them? Oh, we see that stuff all the time. I mean, we have so many testimonies from people that have come in with gut issues, for example, for, for decades, um, having intermittent uh, you know, vomiting, diarrhea, nausea, um, bloating all the time, never feeling comfortable in their own bodies, in their, in their own gut. And then we just do some simple things like reconstructing their gut lining um, and uh, getting them off of their, the foods they're sensitive to. And it changes their life, the amount of energy, the amount of mental clarity they get, the amount that uh, they're able to sleep and work out. All in, uh, We've seen some pretty amazing stories. And then you can see the transformation in them just visually, like they, people lose weight, they gain muscle, they, they, and they just kind of stand up tall over the smile on their face when you feel good. You know, when you feel really good, it, it, you can see the visual transformation. And I think it's all about just that really feeling good. We've also seen a lot of people like with Lyme disease, for example, that we've been able to significantly decrease their symptoms where they weren't able to even get around, and now they can get around a little bit better. So we have lots of stories, and um, you know, it's just it's it's a new way of thinking about health. It's a new way of thinking about um, what's available to you from your healthcare provider. A lot of the stuff your regular doctor won't even know what it is or have access to because it's not for disease care; it's for health optimization. We're also going to some advanced technology like stem cells, exosomes, peptide therapy. These are things that are really coming um, to light now uh, and people are, are looking at to even further help with their longevity and their health. And tell me about some of the new stuff, stem cells and uh, in particular exosomes. I know that exosomes recently have been discovered to exist at all, you know, these little fluid-filled vesicles that cells put out. But right. Is there, is there now exosome therapy available? And what would it be used for? Yeah, yeah. So now you can actually purchase exosomes. Um, they're made by a lab out of Florida. And um, the exosomes, like you said, they're the little vesicles that are inside of our stem cells that have all the information, all the signaling molecules inside of them. But that creeps and they tell other cells to start healing tissues and de- decreasing inflammation. So now, instead of having to you know, inject stem cells, you could actually just inject the signal that the stem cells give you um, in your IV. And um, we're looking at, um, you, you know, using these IV exosomes for longevity and for overall healing and increasing your health span and lifespan. It's interesting. So they're injected and they go through the body systemically and they're telling various tissues what to go more into repair mode or, right. you know, what, what are they doing? They're, exactly. So what they're doing is they are, signaling the other stem cells that are already locked away inside your tissue that everyone has to go into repair mode and, and recovery mode. Yeah. Interesting. Are there any, any contraindications for people that shouldn't get exosomes? You know, right now, um, there's still a lot of research that needs to get done um, on exosomes. I think um, the, the, the science right now really doesn't show any contraindications. It's, I mean, really, it's just, these are these are normal products that are made out of all of our cells anyway and our stem cells anyway. So um, there's still a lot of research being done. This is like cutting edge new stuff that's right at the edge right now. And people are, are looking at it pretty deeply. What kind of conditions, are there any specific ones that uh, 
people are looking to see if exosomes will help us? You know, really, uh, there's not really a condition focus right now on exosomes. I think it's really just for overall wellness, overall healing. Um, of course, you know, joints, anything they use stem cells for, exosomes can also be put there. So um, a lot of people are using them in joints. A lot of people are using them in um, even trying to heal or turn reverse uh, people who have complaints of um, cognitive impairment, dementia. So, I mean, how incredible would that be to reverse dementia with exosomes? So that's, that's oh, yeah. something that they're looking at right now. Yeah. So with, so with stem cells being a bit more established, what are some of the therapies using stem cells and what are they for? Kind of the same. You know, I think exosomes and stem cells have been utilized for the same kind of uh, uh, potential therapies. Um, stem cells, of course, came first. They have stem cells are a delivery mechanism for the exosomes. Um, we can get stem cells either from your own body or from umbilical cord, um, donated umbilical cord blood. And um, most stem cells are being used for joints right now. Um, my uh, orthopedic friends they just are raving about how stem cells can put off joint replacements for a while. Um, but um, I think there's still a lot of research that needs to be done. The main thing about stem cells is when we can take a pluripotential stem cell and encourage it to become a certain kind of cell, like a nerve cell or a heart cell or um, a liver cell, for example, when we get to that point in science, the world of stem cells is going to blow up and there's going to you know, cell replacement therapies from stem cells, potentially even your own stem cell. Mm, okay. So are you using uh, stem cell therapy or is that not yet for your clinic or is it coming soon? Yes. No, we do offer um, umbilical cord therapy in our clinic. And, um, you know, we, we always caution people. We're not trying to treat any particular disease process because the FDA particularly mentions that you're, you're, uh, you can't say that you're treating any particular disease process, and rightfully so. You know, there needs to be a lot of research done um, for uh, disease treatment and stem cells and seeing what the true effect is. But we do provide stem cell therapy at our clinics, and people are very happy with it. Excellent. So what's going to be the uh, near-term future for your clinics? Is it just expansion or new therapies? Like, you know, in the next couple of years, what's your goal? It's both, yeah. So we're we're always introducing the new cutting edge therapies that are out there. We are continually um, adding uh, more therapies over time. Um, as soon as something comes out, we spend a lot of time evaluating it with our scientific advisory board, and uh, um, we're going to open more locations. Um, we have two in LA right now. We have a couple. We have a couple more slated for LA in the next uh, year. Um, we also will be moving to Orange County, San Francisco, New York City. So big plan. <laughs> okay, excellent. Well, Deshaun, anything else that you wanted to add? Or uh, I mean, we've covered quite a bit. Yeah, no, I think it's great. I think if anyone's in the LA area, if you'd like to have a full executive physical, we do this incredible physical with measuring over a thousand different biomarkers and full body MRI and genome sequencing. Um, you get a lot of information. Yeah, we, we do it all together in one afternoon. You can get it all done. And we call it the physical exam for 2021. You know, it's like what a physical exam should be. And um, we can really give you an in-depth look at what's going on and then give you the advice and the treatment and the, um, and the education you need to turn things around. Excellent. So what's the best way for people to get in touch? Just uh, their particular website or what would you recommend? Yeah, yeah. Next-health.com is our website. Um, you can find us on Instagram at nexthealth. And my email address is drshaw at next-health.com. Oh, that's great. Well, Darshan, thank you for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Yeah, this was great. Thank you so much for having me and look forward to talking to you again.
You're listening to the Future Tech Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies such as artificial intelligence, stem cells, 3D printing, gene editing, Bitcoin, blockchain, the microbiome, quantum computing, virtual reality, and exploring space are much closer than you might think. In fact, many early versions of these technologies are in play right now, and the companies that are using these technologies are the focus of this podcast. My goal for you, the listener, is to learn from these podcasts. You may very well learn something that may change the course of your life for the better, steer you towards a new career, or give you insight into addressing a thorny medical problem. Remember, this podcast and its content is informational in nature only. No medical, tax, legal, financial, or psychological advice is being given. If you enjoyed the podcast, please listen, subscribe, like, and tell your friends about it. Thank you. Thank you.